Welcome everyone to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host Scotty McCoy and boy do I have a surprise for all of you and if you're wondering that you have seen this gentleman before you have he was on my show already I believe it was last year. It is Michael and if I pronounce this correctly Michael Mutsatsos. You got there it. Go. And he is the director. And are you, did you also write it? Yeah, I write. Yeah, awesome. So he's the director and writer of Ravage Nation. How you doing today, Michael? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. As we were talking before, busy, crazy day for both of us. It's been one of those days. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. But here we are, and uh, I know it's probably not the ending for you because you're over on the, you know, in California, right? So, uh, yeah, it's just five o'clock here. So, yeah, yeah, it's eight o'clock here, and I got work. At, oh, my camera went up. I'm trying That's to. Okay. This thing. I don't like this thing. Yeah, there we go. So yeah, I have uh, work at four thirty in the morning. So after this interview, I'll be uh, going probably right to bed. And have this up. Wow. <laughs> Poor yep. guy, poor guy. Yep, doing uh, it all over again. But I, first question I got for you, I asked yeah. it last time. I'm going to ask it again to get people okay. familiar with you. This camera is going to give me a hard time today. Um, and uh, just to, you know, a refresher for everybody that is, you know, that might be watching this again that, you know, or people that didn't see it last time. How did you right. get your start into filmmaking? Um, basically, I was always on the other side of the camera growing up as a kid. Um, I'll put that a little bit fast, you know, doing the acting here and there and parts here and there and small little things, yada, yada, yada. Uh, fast forward to California, uh, 32 years ago, still doing some movies out here. And then I decided to about 12 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, to start writing, dabbling with the writing and uh, just getting that process honed in and learning how to do that and sending my stuff out to festivals, which I didn't know you can do. Um, so it's, that's been doing good. And then I got involved with the actual filmmaking in itself. Um, I did about seven films mm -hmm. uh, prior to my workout now. That was basically my, my film school. Um, I never went to a film school, so I kind of got my feet wet that way, uh, learning how to edit and how to do scoring and... I did a lot of the DP stuff nice. myself as well. So, you know, you, ha you have to learn every uh, aspect of it. And then like in 2018, 2019, just before uh, pandemic, I was ready to go into the festival uh, world with my uh, considered my eighth film, although it was my <laughs> first film in festivals, uh, The Butcher. Nice. And uh, yeah, yeah, that I'm starring in that. I wrote, directed... Nice. Uh, deep DP'd with another person, and Maria Olsen is in it. She plays my mom, and um, Noel Joel uh, Scott. I don't want to mess up his name. I'm kind of dyslexic, but uh, <laughs> he's in it, and a bunch of people are in it. Caroline mm -hmm. DeGuav, and uh, yeah, and then I did um, last year. I did a film called Ravage. Yep, and uh, it's a that's a trilogy, and uh, the first one deals with uh, COVID. Um, we actually filmed uh, with COVID during COVID yeah. towards the, la the latter part of COVID. Um, it was supposed to have just been a, a short. Mm -hmm. And then I made it into a full feature film. It starts out um, like, like the movie Contagion, 
Mm-hmm. Have you seen the Soderbergh movie? People are getting sick and coughing and spewing on each other and touching doorknobs and this, that, the other thing. And then um, World War Three happens in the year 2023. And uh, so the world is wiped out and there's one guy and then it becomes I am legendy. And it's one guy who's been traveling the world for 15 years without seeing a soul. And, uh, he, you know, what happens when you start going stir crazy and imagining things and this, that and the other. And um, so that's been out there and that's been received really well. It's gotten today marks the ending of the festival run for that. It's got its 45th award today. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, That was a year in the making of the first one. Um, You know, we can only obviously uh, film whenever you can get your crew and everybody together, the actors. Um, So then I did um, just finish uh, Ravage Nation, the second one. Okay. And that takes place four years later in the year 2036. Um, The difference is that now I took liberty with the uh, COVID and made it into the CV5 virus. Okay. And mothers, pregnant mothers gave birth to hybrid creatures. Oh, wow. And and mutations. And then some people, by a mere bite or scratch, became zombies. Hmm. So Ravage Nation is totally filmed in the wild, in the mountains. Um, And it has creatures. (laughs) And it has mutations and zombies and it's it's a it's a wild ride. I have just finished right well not finished, but I've submitted it to thirty five festivals. I've won five so far. Nice. Uh, two in Rome that I won before. Another festival in uh, India. I won the other day. I won Madrid for the first time, and then I won one in Los Angeles at the Hollywood uh, Blood Horror Film Festival. Nice. So that's off to a nice little start for that. I'm really, I'm really happy, really happy about that one. That one took 11, 11 months to nice. complete. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And la- I mean, the time I don't remember exactly when I had you on, but I know it was last year because you were promoting Ravage at the time. And now you're right. back promoting the, you know, yeah. Ravage Nation. And then uh, I don't know if you'll have, you know, uh, the third one done because you said it's a trilogy by next year. But right. if so, hit me up. We'll We'll schedule an interview to promote that as well. Talk about that. Um, I'm actually, um, you know what? I decided to give it a break. Okay. But I am, I am doing another movie. <laughs> okay. We just, we just started filming. It's called Carnivore. Okay. Nice. Uh, yeah. And uh, the difference is that um, this one is my first film in 4k. Mm-hmm. I have uh, some producers and I'm also letting um, another friend of mine do the DPing. Mm-hmm. So it's the first time one of my movies I will not be filming myself and acting like a real uh, real director this time. Um, <laughs> and the other gentleman that's my DP is also uh, editing the movie. So I get to sit back. <laughs> nice. And rela- yeah. And re- yeah. And relax a little bit. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. we got the 430 in the morning <laughs> call, but I don't have to get everything ready. Right. Yeah. I, I've, I've been there, done that with the movie, you know, movies itself, like, you know, where basically everything is on your shoulders and it's like stress because it's like, 
everybody messaging you time location over and over again what are we filming what are we filming it where is it at you have to do the scheduling you got to do the directing the editing you know every single thing all in in one movie and all right on your shoulder so it's good for you to take a break and a breather and kind of sit back and be like now i'm directing but i don't have to do the editing i don't got to do the filming it's like right on you yeah yeah i mean you know they they send me the dailies if you will Mm -hmm. um from what we shot and putting it together and editing and now I just get to yes, yes, kind of maybe a little, you know, whack. But yeah. It, yeah, it's not, you know, I mean, editing in itself is like, and I'm the dude that, you know, the even if we film at four in the morning, mm-hmm. I come home, I import, I'm on there, I'm trying, you know, I'll sleep later and I'm editing, you know, so I always edit as I go. And that's what I told this editor mm-hmm. to do. I said, please edit as you go because you will find life. Yeah a lot easier if you do some type of an assembly yeah um because you don't want to be looking at you know three hours worth of footage a year from now and say what the you know what the heck right so yeah so yeah we're going to be going out this sunday as well to continue uh doing some more some more filming um i will have a a big part in this movie in ravage nation i have a couple little cameos okay um, I do have a cameo in the first Ravage, but very small. Um, Ravage Nation, I have two, two k- kind of medium-sized parts. Okay. And then this one, I'm fully writing a nice little, like I do with The Butcher. I star in The Butcher, so yeah, I am, I am the killer. I'm the slasher. I wanted to go back to doing a slasher kind of movie, mm-hmm. so that's why I'm putting um ravage world domination on hold um i just wanted to try to you know because that's that's a whole that's a whole thing for me you know you got to wrap your head around this kind of thing so this is simple this is about a film crew that's going to the mountains Mm -hmm. to make the ultimate horror film okay simple Um, simple 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 sweet and easy it's not because a lot of the actors are going to be, you go when you have five or six actors or seven actors playing mm-hmm. a film crew, a playing a film crew. Mm-hmm. So somebody's playing the director, somebody's playing the DP, DP mm-hmm. somebody's playing the script supervisor, somebody's playing yeah. the actors. You all have to get together at the same time because y'all got to be in the same scenes a lot. Yeah. Um. Because there's, there's lots of twists with the movie. Obviously, it's called Carnivore, so it is a cannibalistic slasher there's a cult leader involved so it's that kind of 70s slashery kind of vibe to it Mm -hmm. but uh with a slicker a slicker look now that it's in 4k we're filming with drones okay so it's my my first time we're filming with drones and the footage is gorgeous Mm -hmm. um yeah so i'm doing something a little bit different um this time around from for my for myself Nice. And with the third uh, Ravage, I know, and like the, the third one, I'm assuming that'll be yeah. the last one. Do you have a title for that yet or or a, a synopsis? Uh, World Ra- uh, for Ravage, that's called yeah. World Do- World Domination. Okay. Um, I've modeled also um, after the planet of the ape movies. Mm-hmm. So if you remember the one that's filmed uh, in Century City, mm-hmm. where the... Uh, the humans are now pets. Mm-hmm. 
and the creatures have taken over the world. Mm -hmm. um, that's what it's going to, its premise is going to be about. Nice, nice. That that's going to be interesting. I I think that's the you know you you created your 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 universe. You know the ravage right. the ravage nation, so to speak. You know right. You know like no no pun intended or pun intended. Right. going to take it, but uh yeah, and you created that nation and you you made it your own universe and you know right. bringing it to life and seeing your creation come to life. That's that's a good feeling and all these yeah. awards being one. It's absolutely amazing. Thank you. Yeah, it's um. It, you know, it ha it has its moments, but uh, at yeah. the end of the day, uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm also yeah. doing little vignettes as well, uh, little shorts mm -hmm. uh, on the same characters uh, from Ravage, the Ravage yeah. films, but on their own little 20-minute, 30-minute, 10-minute li little thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I have other, I have other people like Phil Herman. Um, he's writing and directing a little Ravage series for me. And then I'm also involved in a project that he's doing, uh, Doomsday uh, Stories, and where we have the a little bit of an opening that's taken from Ravage Nation and put upon and opens, and I'm the storyteller in his movie. Okay. And that's also like four different nice. little vin vignettes as well. So I'm an executive producer with that, with Phil Herman on that. And nice. he's also producing my movies too. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Phil's a great guy. He, uh, he obviously introduced me to you and I believe he introduced me to a couple of other people as well. And uh, yeah. yeah, love Phil. Yeah. He's a great guy. Um, so regarding Ravage Nation, what was the hardest yeah. part about making that movie? Um, you know what I wanted? I, I initially had a script where I was getting a little too complicated for my own good mm -hmm. as far as, oh, should I get a person that maybe have a following attached to play a mom and a this and a that. And I was putting too many locations in there. And I'm like, look, we, we already did this in Ravage. We established, um, I don't want to read it. I want to mm -hmm. take it so further. So what do you do? You go to the jungles. So we filmed at Sweetser Falls. We filmed at Escondido in Malibu. We filmed part at the LA River. And you get there at four, it takes an hour, so 4.30 call, you're there at 5.30. Um, you know, the time change is gorgeous because nobody's there at five in the morning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're just setting up and you have, you know, and then later on when it was getting into summertime and spring, You'd have people walking by as we're doing our filming. Nobody, nobody really bothered us. Mm -hmm. And um, so I wanted to contain that world and not say, look, $500 to rent this house, $1,000 to pay this actress because they have somewhat of a following in the uh, horror genre. Um, mm -hmm. Let's put that elsewhere. Let's take that money and use it wisely. Mm -hmm. um so as long as i have free locations by filming in the parks and the valleys and in, in the deserts put your money into the special effects makeup mm -hmm. um there are there are there are masks but we do things to the masks as well mm -hmm. and that this movie is strictly done in black and white it needs to be in black and white the only thing is, though, every kill that is in the movie has a red tint over it. Mm -hmm. 
So those are those. Are, so when, when you're getting out of the black and white, there's a kill scene going on, and it's it's really dope the way you see it. it's done nice. really really well. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, um, and a lot of people don't realize that that making a movie isn't as cheap as the as they make it seem because not no. only do you have to not only do you have to pay your actors and actresses, but you got to feed them. And on top right. of that, yeah, like they need to eat because if they don't eat, then they're not they're going to lose their their energy and they're not going to be able to perform. Um, you know, no. yeah, every everywhere, though, you know, um, everybody's got a handout. Yeah. I, you want a permit for this money. You got to film yep. here money. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, come on, guys. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I love the guerrilla filmmaking. Don't get me wrong. I love that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's like and then. I did at the beginning, the 10 months of Ravage Nation, I did not do any um, fundraising. Mm-hmm. It's all me. It's all me. Um, as a waiter, I put my own money into all of my movies. At mm-hmm. uh, the last tail end of it, just to finish it up, I did a little, I wasn't on an Indiegogo or anything like that. I've done that before, like with The Butcher and it kind of sucks. Um, but I just reached out to friends. I put notices out on Facebook. I put perks mm-hmm. out on Facebook. Right. Like you, you want to be killed in my movie? It's five hundred dollars. I had a friend of mine who's also a producer in Ravage Nation, mm-hmm. and she also wanted to be in the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Leora Leon. Um, so we kill her in the movie. She has a nice part, nice. and she took one of the perks to help. And then I had a few friends that, you know, donated two, three hundred dollars here. I had a friend that donated two thousand oh, wow. dollars just to help just to help me finish the movie. So by the blessings of good friends and people mm-hmm. that want to help and even every dollar, every five dollars yeah. helps. And I know I know we're in hard times. We've been in hard times for a while right now. Mm-hmm. I know, you know. Five dollars here to you, or five dollars to get me a hamburger to eat. You know, I get it. Um, but luckily, I've been I've been truly blessed with this film. Yeah, where I've had people that gave of themselves mm-hmm. to help me finish my vision. And I'm re- I just want to put out there that I'm really, really um, blessed and honored for friends that mm-hmm. have stood that have stood by me yeah. and have helped and have helped me along with this movie. Because without their help, I would have not have gotten this movie out there. But people don't realize it's not just that. You have to submit to the festivals. Yeah. And festivals are not cheap by any stretch of the imagination. Right. In fact, in fact, they've gotten more expensive. Yep. Not only they're not free, they're not cheap. And that's, right. that's the thing. Like A lot of people think, well, if you submit to a festival, if you don't win, you don't have to pay anything. But if you win, then maybe, you know, you don't, you know whatever. But no, that's not the way it works. That's not the way it works. And like, okay, some of them will have, do you just want to enter in the movie? What about the director? Do you have an actor? Do you have an actress? Do you want cinematography? So I've got to pick and choose. A lot of them, I'm not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't put my actor, I, I would love Jake Sicaro, that's in this one, as well as Ravage. And this one, he has seven personalities. Ooh. So I got I got to plug this scene real quick for you. Yeah, of course. There's, there's 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 a scene in the movie. He has a seven minute, uncut, uncut seven minute take. He goes from seven different characters. 
I wrote it for him. We did a two takes the first time we had a helicopter go by. We're out there. <laughs> we're out there. He's doing the second one. He's going from a 10-year-old rapper kid to Joey Fats from Brooklyn talking about his stogies and his pizzas. Then he goes <laughs> into he goes into Mrs. Maplethorpe, who's a prime, you know, British proper lady having her finger sandwiches. And but he's going into seven, he's having a conversation. I wanted a showcase for him where it's kind of like split, but we're in as it's uncut. So it's not like he's doing this character, cut this character. No, no, right. no, no, no. This dude is going from seven different characters in one take. Wow. With seven, it's a seven minute scene and doesn't break character. But he goes into seven different Crazy. characters, so you get that, the vibe of hard. him and the vibe of him. yeah. I mean, everybody is loving Mia Goth for Pearl, which I dig. I, I like the movie with her nine minute, you know, thing at the end of the movie. Um, but yeah, she's one character. Yeah, Jake is doing seven different characters. Right. I mean, come on. I right. mean. You know, kudos. I mean, this guy delivers, and I'm plugging it because of the fact that there is no, there's not, there's not a freaking cutaway, man. This guy is going from seven different characters: a ten-year-old boy, a British woman, a psychotic killer, um, you know, a this, a that, a military guy, and he's just having a conversation uncut. That's crazy. That's that is in, that's insane. Yeah, that that is like in like obviously you got to practice that and practice that over and over again before you you're there yeah. to, to perform it and just yeah. doing it in that you know you know uncut you know character after character after character after character after character seven times for seven right. minutes. That's seven minutes. Yeah. insane. Like you have to be definitely have to practice that and you got to be talented to pull it off. And he did it. In, he did it in two takes. And I, the first time he had a, I had I had a helicopter going off, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" You know? <laughs> but you know, which in a sense was better because it, I I just gave him a little tweaking note, and he got what I he got what I wanted. Yeah. So in a sense, that made it better. But you know, I don't know too many actors, and not to take away. Not to take away from James McAvoy, love split, love glass, love all that. But he's the boy, cut, he's the woman, cut, he's the this, cut. This is uncut. Yeah. And and that's one thing, like, you know, doing a, uh, doing a cut, you know, because you can, get, look, you know, either look at the script before you reshoot or you can, like, kind of get in that mode or whatever before you reshoot it. But no. where you do an uncut, you don't have the luxury of what do I have to say next? Who am I next? Do I, how do I prepare next? Like you are going straight, you know, from British woman, straight to uh, ten year old boy, straight to uh, right. you know New York, Long Island, or whatever, straight to right, New York. right, right. You're going straight, 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 and it's you know, like you're you're not you're not saying cut. Okay, what do I do next? Okay, right, right. On this tone, this way. No, no. That's 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 ingenious. 
throughout the movie you do see those characters separated right and they do and they do what they do and they kill what they do and whatever but we put this right i think it's we have um something going on at the beginning of the movie which i don't want to give away Uh um so like within the first the first 10 minutes Mm -hmm. um there's there's a couple of things going on then the opening credits Right after that, there's a kill scene with one of the characters, but you don't know yet what's going on. Right. Right after that, boom, he, you have all of a sudden now, and this is all in red. Mm-hmm. So there's a red, a red tint, like it's his mind. Okay. And talking to the different characters, mm-hmm. you can make out what it is, but it's nicely art, artsy, yeah. kind of red, reddish, you know. Yeah. But um, uh, it's almost like a nice glaze over it and he just comes on and starts talking and move but not only that joey fats i gave him a cigar so he's got <laughs> that to play around with and achilles this yeah. other character loves chewing on popcorn so he takes out a bag of popcorn the little the little boy uh reggie is 10 years old this kid he's got a you know a baseball and he starts talking. you know i want some ice cream and my sprinkles and you promise me you know, like what a ten-year-old ten-year-old right. kids don't have the you know the the same thought process. Yep. They keep going on to different little yep. you know. And then I have this one girl, um, uh, Violet. She's like a um, uh, an influencer, putting on her makeup. Um, <laughs> I have I have all my followers, but the way he just does it, I mean, it's like, dude, you know, applause, applause, applause. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 something to see. I will. Uh, I don't know if I sent you the link, but I will send you the link. I yeah. want you to see. I want you to see Ravage Nation. Um, it's it's insane. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Definitely send it over to me. I'd love to give it a you know a, you know look at you know. I think that'd be great. Um, so obviously you said you recently uh, just finished shooting it. So um, do you have an anticipated release date or year? And when and where like will this be this film be able to be seen? You know, I am. Um, I had a different person that was handling. We did the butcher. It was on Amazon Prime for a while, for about a year. Um, I had a distributor um, that was working on that. Um, then they said uh, the same distributor was saying, "Sign with me again, and I'll try to push Ravage and the Butcher together." And I've just been hearing a lot of chatter, but nothing done. Yeah. So in the meantime, um, he doesn't have. They don't have. Ravage Nation. Ravage Nation is me, me and Phil. So we're either going to go to distributors or we're going to, you know, distribute ourselves because he was telling me about a company that, um, you know, you wanted in DVD or Blu-ray. You pay them. They give me some money. I, you know, it's like a middleman. Right. They make it up. They put it in the jewel case for you. And yeah, so I could do I got that or I got, you know, looking into other distributors that just went into film festivals. So I believe you got to wait like almost a year oh, before wow. you can before you can have public viewings of it. Although I am planning to do something in um, hopefully in March um, if we're not into like any kind of uh, a COVID thing again, like <laughs> last year. Yeah. I was going to do something with Ravage, but then literally, I was gonna, like February. I was going to book this place in March where I showed movies before my movies there, mm-hmm. and then right then it was I would have lost like the four hundred and fifty dollars because they weren't complaining and giving you the money back. So it's right. a good thing I didn't book this venue because yeah. I would have been screwed out of that money. So Ooh. if we don't have a 
if we don't have a COVIDy monkey poxy, you know, <laughs> kind of thing going on this year, uh, fingers crossed, you know. Yeah. Because um, you know, with uh, with the butcher, I was going to festivals. Yeah. Um, I was in I was in Shock Fest, so we were in Vegas uh, that November. Um, and then, uh, you know, I went to South Carolina for reels of the dead days of the dead. And mm-hmm. I was starting to go out to these. And then all of a sudden, of course, everything was locked down. And then you're doing the festivals via virtual. Mm-hmm. And then I even had somebody that wanted me to be on a panel in France talking about horror script writing, which I did virtual, you know, and I'm t- giving my input about horror film writing and yada, yada, yada. But I, I want to get back out into the festivals again. <laughs> you know, I want I want to go to the conventions. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I agree as well. Um, so the last question I do got for you. Um, yeah, you talked carnivore, you talked ravage, ravage nation, the butcher, um, right? And all that world domination. Do you have anything else that you would like to promote, including social media accounts, websites, uh, any other products you got going on, anything at all? Yeah, I mean, we I do have fan pages on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just type in uh, Carnivore or Ravage Nation or Rav or uh, Ravage, you know, stuff like that. But I'm also on Instagram. Um, you know, Real Michael Seventeen is me personally, okay. and uh, I can't think of my Instagram handles off the top. Real Real Ravage uh, something or other. But yeah, okay. I'll plug that. I'll plug that another time. But yeah, I mean, I'm out there. I mean, if you follow me personally, even on Facebook or on Instagram, every, all the links and everything are attached to each other. Okay. So when I plug on Facebook, say, it automatically goes onto my Instagram links. Okay. Like yeah. behind the scene photos or videos or this or that. So mm-hmm. they're all in- interconnected into each other. So you'll Basically, be able to find follow the real Mike 17 one and you'll get everything yeah. that's on Ravage and all the others. Right. Real Michael M 17. Okay. And that's that's my personal... Perfect. Uh, it's Instagram handle. Awesome. Sounds like a plan. Well, I thank you, Mike, yeah. for, Michael, for joining me uh, this evening. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Thank you. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's, it's always a blast. <laughs> it really is. I always love having you on. We'll definitely have to do it next year. We can promote, you know, uh, Carnival. Yeah, absolutely. Great time for Halloween coming up Monday. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I'm excited. I got my Halloween party on Sunday. <laughs> nice. I'm super excited for this. But you have a uh, great rest of your night, Michael. You as well. Thank you. Thank I always you. appreciate it. Yep. Bye. Bye-bye.